welcome to Carry On. Hi, guys. And welcome to Sex and the City Podcast. He's got the most perfect dad. <laughs> How did this happen? How did they get the message that the ass is now on the menu? I've been dating since I was 15. I'm exhausted. Where is he? Thanks. Bye. Great sex. It's a matter of life. Can fact. I can I ask you something completely unrelated? Always. Did you take um, a foreign language in high school or college? I took both. Yes, yeah, both, and both and both. What what language? I was super Spanish heavy and very passionate about it in high school, and then I took a year of Spanish in college and a year of French in college. Okay, what is? And I promise there's a point to this. What is the Spanish word for penis? Oh, I don't know. Because penoso. It's not. <laughs> because I was thinking how if you were learning English, yep. if it was English as a second language mm-hmm. and you were learning slang like penis for penis, penis is the scientific word. Right. So dick is a great thank you because that's exactly... My point yes. is if you learned that Dick was slang for penis. And you met a man named Dick. And you also learned that there that some men are named Dick. Mm. Wouldn't you be like, what kind of fucked up world Society do we, are we live living in, in? Mm-hmm. where a man could be named penis? Right, yeah. right, right. Sure. <laughs> I'm going to bring back the fun facts because it's just how I speak. Yes, yes. Good. Fun fact. Um, uh, there was actually my friend Nicole. Um, in high school, lived next door to Richard Bigger, who chose Ooh. to oh go by Dick. Oh wow. my god! Made a choice. Yeah. Introduced himself. Hi, I'm Dick Bigger. And I'm reminded of in Sex and the City two, the Sex and the City two movie, uh, Ricard Spurt, <laughs> whose name yeah. is she, and Samantha. Goes, you're Dick Spurt. He's like, could you be more American? <laughs> I just also like that, like when. They're taking attendance in school. It's always last name, first name. Bigger dick. dick. Oh, bigger, bigger dick. dick. Yes. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Um, hello, everyone, and welcome to Carry On, the Sex in the City podcast. Woo-hoo. I'm Alec. I'm Kat. And with us tonight, the the fans demanded Back it. Back by popular demand. Everyone wanted it. I wanted it. She's wonderful. She's maniacal. <laughs> She's a model. She's an actress. She's amazing. She's affable. She's Stephanie Barnes. Yeah. Um, by the fans demanded it. You guys mean that I wrote my own fan mail to get yes. me back on the show because I had the yes. time of my they life. They really loved time. your fun, fun pre nine eleven facts. Yes. Yeah, those I, were really yeah. Those I, were a blast. We got a, people wanted it. We got an email that was like Stephanie must be back on the podcast. S Barnes at Yahoo was the person who sent yeah. the email. Are you so no. Oh. Oh, you're mad. <laughs> wow. Fun fact, I'm gullible. That's right. I'm thinking this time I'll do fun fact pre-JFK assassination. Oh, oh that's really good. Yeah. Oh, we don't have enough like World War II aficionados who listen to our <laughs> podcast, so I'm I'm glad you'll be sort of wheeling them all in. Totally. I'm, yeah. I'm so happy about that. Catherine, Alan. talk to us a little bit about the episode that we watched tonight. Oh, sure. Uh, 
We just watched <laughs> season four, episode seven, Time and Punishment. Ugh, it mm-hmm. aired uh, pre-9-11, July 8th, <laughs> 2001. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was directed by Michael Engler, written by uh, primarily Jessica Bendinger, which I don't think we've seen with a with a credit yet uh, on an episode. Let's dig right in. Let's do it. I say tonight. Deep dive. We start with Miranda's storyline. That's fun. We'll spice it up. Or as oh, okay, I like cool. to Let call it. Let me just it, get off the floor. <laughs> my neck, my back. Aiden can see my crack. <laughs> <laughs> Carrie? No, it's Aiden. Carrie sent me. No. No. Ah. Uh, no. Don't come in. I'm, I'm naked. What? I get- oh, Jesus. You guys. <gasps> I yeah. cannot. I will fall asleep tonight, probably thinking of her little white body on yeah. that that yeah. maroon rug. Yeah. That, that beautiful ivory, those so ivory mountains, tightly. those purple mountain majesty those on that purple rug. I love pee to shining pee. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> another Emmy for Cynthia Nixon for you know when you're on camera, you want to look your best. Mm. It's sort of the selfishness and narcissism of all of us like who wants to look bad it's gonna be there forever but cynthia nixon no problem not no i mean that was such (laughs) a problem that was such a a sort of unflattering position for her to be in (laughs) i don't know i kind of liked it okay okay but Um, i can't cynthia nixon can do no wrong yeah so in my mind. it was remarkably unflattering. Yes. Yeah. I mean, then, probably on top of that, the wailing and the vulnerability. It wasn't solely yes. the position that she was compromised. Def- yes. yes. She definitely was unafraid to make to make this situation as embarrassing as it possibly could be. Oh, I'll get up. Ow! Okay, don't get up. I'm coming in. No! Don't come in. I'm fine. Because that makes it better, you guys. Yes. Mm. It may like if she had been vain about it, the story would not have has had worked in the way that it works now. Because she is so vulnerable and in the fetal position, and she looks so uncomfortable. We should say what 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 happened to her is she she's Miranda's on the phone with Charlotte, and we'll talk when we talk about Charlotte. We'll talk about what they're talking about. They're having an argument, but Miranda is hangs up on Charlotte and is furiously rubbing the water out of her hair yep. and her she throws her neck out. Yes. So right. I, I'm not still not 100% sure exactly. I think one time I had like I kind of threw pseudo threw my Ugh. back out cuz for like a month I had like ran I had like on never ending um back pain in my lower back and then it finally mm-hmm. just worked its way out so i think i semi understand yeah um I think is it ne- like muscle spasms neck is it a- pains are so debilitating yeah i mean it really is it's kind of one of those things you don't know how much you use it sure. till it i don't know what you got till it's gone yes. and yes. up that way so miranda blames it on training for the marathon it's like fucked her body up right. so she throws her neck out and what what has happened is she Call, she calls Carrie. She She's calls like, Carrie in a tizzy. She doesn't I know what else need to do. You yes. get 
come over. And yeah. this is the first first of two scenes we see Carrie answers the phone in only a bra. She's very bra yes. heavy this episode. She is. Yeah. And people say she's just a big pair of tits. And though Sarah Jessica Parker has a no nudity um, stipulation in her contract for this show, this is one of those gems of an episode where she's wearing bras that are thin enough where we totally see her nipples yeah, oh, multiple yeah, times. Yeah. yeah, We see a hint of areola and none of us mind. No, no. I don't. I Those love, are some great mouths. Whatever loophole that was yeah. to get that thing out hey. there, I'm not angry about it. No one's, I, no one's I wonder if it's. I wonder if it's one of those things where you know how sometimes women will be on the red carpet and the flash goes off and their dress becomes sheer yep. in a way right. that wasn't noticeable previous. Yes. Right. I wonder if the bra was similar mm. that under the light that suddenly it became see-through in a way that maybe I like thought in you the were trailer. Gonna, I thought you were going to say uh, you wonder if sometimes it's on purpose and I've wondered that myself. Red well, carpet stuff like guys, oh, it, it totally is on purpose. Yeah. There are yeah. literally professionals that dress professional these people. Professional people. Yeah. And can you imagine if they're like there's flash bulbs? I hadn't accounted <laughs> for that. Like that's just not going to happen. I will say I don't know if you guys remember episode of friends reference yes. there's like three people out there that are Bring like it to me. classic stuff but um there was a period of time where it was really kind of um in vogue to show a hard nipple yes yeah, of course in friends and i yes. feel like this cut might maybe a hint of areola was this in vogue kind yes. of thing for sex in the city did you not get a good enough look the other day all right all right we're all adults here there's only one way to resolve this since you saw her boobies I think uh, you're going to have to show her your pee-pee. So, um, so we're seeing Carrie's nipple, and now Miranda's a cripple. Um, <laughs> because she cannot move. Her neck has put her in a situation where even the slightest millimeter yeah. is incredible sharp pain. She's found and a comfortable position. Lord yeah. knows she tries. Yeah. She tries yeah. to, she really tries if to. If uh, there's anything we know about Miranda, it's that she is self-sufficient. Mm-hmm. And so you know if she is calling Carrie and saying I need you, it yeah. must be really bad. She needs Here's help. Thing, does anyone else think her apartment's cursed? Between like the choking yes. that one time? Uh-huh. Yes, like, well the, we know it's haunted. Cripple. We just watched an episode Ghost oh, Town yeah where she's hearing mysterious noises above mm-hmm. her. Yeah. It's Creepy. a cursed apartment. That's a yeah. great theory. She needs to get the fuck out of there. Molly, you in danger, girl. She really and needs she'll to. get poop on her head That's pretty right. soon because of the baby. Yeah. She got yeah. poop on her forehead. <laughs> you got poo on your forehead. <laughs> um, so uh, she says, Carrie, you got to come over. But Carrie's got a meeting. This is the one time in Carrie's entire life yep. where she's had a work obligation. <laughs> yes. The, the yeah. Lord's it's truth. like it's like the equivalent of Samantha being in love. Yeah, right. That it's like far Carrie's just like I'm writing a thing sometimes, and I make enough money to live by myself I don't in Manhattan. Know if I can reschedule and I'm by so Manola Blahniks, and yeah, does, yeah. Does it, does it, it, that's where we suspend reality. Mm-hmm. Yes, right? we mm-hmm. have to a little Indeed. bit. Indeed, yeah. And so what Carrie does is she sends. The boyfriend of all boyfriends. Are you guys ready, Team Aiden? I'm ready. Because this is this is really your moment to shine. Yeah. Everyone Be- get out your Team Despite Aiden t-shirts. Despite the fact yeah. that Aiden is clearly a little upset at Carrie, he's a good guy. And, and he's like, I'm going to show up for Carrie yeah. in this way by showing up for Miranda. And you can tell his icy exterior melts in this moment where he says, I'll go check on Miranda. That's yes. right. So Miranda's laying on, 
she's laying on the cold hard uh, linoleum, at least partially. Naked on the floor. <laughs> yes. Illusion oh, never changed. My God. <laughs> something real. Which of you guys out there thought you would? I would reference Natalie and Brulee in this podcast. Um, Every, I, show fans. Up, I, 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 I might have guessed it be, simply because one of the greatest nights of my entire life was Devin's birthday. Yes. When yes. you and I spent the most time we've ever spent together. Yep. Okay, mm-hmm. a few months ago, Steph, and uh, of the of the probably two solid hours that the group of us spent screaming at the top of our lungs singing songs around Devin's apartment drunk at three in the morning I do believe Natalie and Brulia's torn was one of those songs it was and I think that we were going word for word it was like a lip sync battle and this was I've before never seen you Devin's, so alive. <laughs> I've it never was beautiful. been. I've been dead before that night <laughs> I was dead before that night That's um, right. this was before Devin's neighbor terrified us <laughs> with the the might of Thor's arm, like it was, yeah. it was a sledgehammer against the wall. It was kind of a disembodied wall. arm because he reached over her. To be fair, it was a Wednesday night, but we were living <laughs> life. Do you know what I mean? It was yeah. three a.m. on a Wednesday, oh and we were screaming. Yeah. There were I don't know mm, ten of us screaming at the top of our lungs. Um, I'm just gonna say he wasn't wrong. <laughs> no. no, he wasn't wrong. He wasn't wrong. No, and he I think gave, he'd he been did patient. give you guys a long. He gave time. us three yeah. hours. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, he like, gave to us give his... till the dawn. Really, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I guess for him, illusion never changed into something real. <laughs> He was wide awake, yeah. and he could feel that the perfect We were cold, but we were shamed. Yes. Um, Lang makes So away. Miranda is, uh, the only thing between her and hell, really, is this bath mat. And <laughs> purple shag carpet. Yeah. And uh, the Man. door opens, and she goes, Carrie? Carrie, is that you? Beautiful acting. And it's amazing. To her horror. Yeah. It would be to my horror. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it was like, if I called Kat. Yep. And I was naked on the floor. And she sent me. And she sent oh, Stephanie. Oh, that would be fine. That'd be fine. You'd probably be okay. But I'd look. be like, look at this tush, girl. Look at this tush. <laughs> he has I'd a like, dad ass, dope. Yeah, I'd yes. be like, still Cat a virgin. Cat comes home and I'm literally playing <laughs> wipe out on Alex's butt cheeks. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> the cats participate. Um, rubbing the self-tanner on... On the white you butt. You have to use it even on the butt. Even on the butt. Even but, though, like, basically just one person sees my hey, butt. Hey, you're not a copper tone, baby. Hey, we no. use it everywhere. I know Arthur and Simon have seen your butt. Have you let them like see your butt? I don't like to be naked around the cats. They look at you like they know. You know how to cut to the core of me, Baxter. You're so wise. You're like a miniature Buddha. Covered in hair. Come again. You know I don't speak Spanish. Uh, to in Carrie's defense, I want to say she doesn't. Miranda doesn't really have an opportunity. She doesn't tell Carrie I'm naked. Right. Also, she doesn't give Carrie the opportunity to set. Carrie goes, "Okay, I'm uh," and Miranda's like, "Come over." Yeah. And and. Drops the phone. So in Carrie's defense, she doesn't know that that Miranda's naked on the floor. Yes. Totally. Do you know what I'm saying? I know exactly what you're saying. I will take this opportunity to defend Miranda because I feel like I have had so many encounters. I mean, by this point, I've seen all of my friends through so many boyfriends, fiancés, yes. everything, yes. where they 
put their closeness or their relationship with their person onto, they project it onto you because yes. they are as close with their husband. They assume that you would be as well. Oh God. Do you know what I mean? Where oh. you're, let's say like, for example, you're having a conversation with your girlfriend, husband walks in, friend lets them in right away. It's like, yep. no, no, like this yep. is a girl thing. I don't feel comfortable broadcasting yes. in front of everyone. So Absolutely. I totally get that Miranda's like, are you kidding me? Yeah. So, but yes. Aiden, no, I, I agree 100%. Aiden yeah. is incredible, you guys. He, oh. he he walks in, he sees it, she's naked, and he's like, oh, Jesus, and yeah. that's a great moment. Wonderful um, moment. And, and Pure comedy. He's, he's going to take care of her, though. So he, he takes her purple towel, which he comments on the April freshness fresh. of, yeah. the April fresh smell. What a nice smell. He lays it on top of her yeah. and using... Um, he makes the, her feel so comfortable. He's, yes. like, he's no, like, nothing I've never seen before. Love he's that line. Such a good man. Yeah, good and dude. sort of he makes a little um, crepe out of her. Yeah, he absolutely There's like a, the bath mat and a then purple sort of, burrito. Yeah, and then the purple towel on top, and then he sort of crunches them together. Yeah, and it's like and those little purple lettuce leaves. I don't know what kinds those are, but the radicchio. Yeah, radicchio. It was salad. radicchio. Yeah, <laughs> it was radicchio. Yeah. Um, um, and then, but no one's talking about how she puts the bath mat in her mouth. Oh, because I feel sick. <laughs> yeah, Steph, I, I heard sick. when we were watching. Cat went, "Oh god, yeah." Because do you know how much, like, how many poop particles and and dead foot skin, old hair, and yeah. she just puts it right. That in her girl mouth. got old the hair. that girl got the bird flow. <laughs> She got that baby bird hair flow. <laughs> that, 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 that girl got flu. Yeah, that girl. Touch a swine flu. But look, look. I'm told, though. I don't like this. I'm told that it'll just boost your immune system. <laughs> that yeah, girl yeah. got that norovirus. Yeah, girl. She got that FLC. If, if you guys had ever had norovirus, I don't know if you'd be laughing right I now. Know. Have you had it? Kat? Yes, in college. Kat. Worst experience of my entire life. Oh my gosh, I am sorry. For I can't Joking, laughing about that just, and when no. i hear that word it strikes it turns my blood honestly did you just have diarrhea just now <laughs> yeah i'm it's happened inside of my pants <laughs> so miranda gets a collar mm-hmm. that's the end of the story a line, gentleman really. collar no miranda Uh-oh. i if i had to say what this episode meant for miranda because as we'll talk more about in the charlotte storyline uh, Miranda's a little critical of, of mm-hmm. Charlotte for considering just abandoning mm-hmm. the idea of being a career woman. Mm-hmm. And um, and she can't imagine someone not wanting to work. Miranda's kind of a workaholic. She takes pride in her work. She's a very smart, very dedicated, um, adept lawyer. But she finds that the, the little time she's forced to take off of work, she's, despite herself, she's kind of enjoying it. Yeah. And she's watching Food Network and having coffee or tea, who knows, and lounging in her, like, old lady silk pajamas, like, two-piece, <laughs> like, long sleeve. And, you know, she, like, she's she stays out of work a little longer than yep. she needs to because she's just enjoying herself. Yeah. But, she, but the, it's like she didn't want to let Charlotte know. And... You know, it's a hashtag humbled. Is mm-hmm. it you totally. see the Absolutely. other side? And yeah. you know, she was so excited to curl up with her tea and watch whatever batter was being stirred yes. in that mix a lot. Oh, absolutely. It was Ooh, kind it of orange. Delicious. It made me think of pumpkin. Mm, but I'm pumpkin. I've been jonesing for Halloween lately. So Man, we're almost there. You hang tight, girl. We're over halfway there. Yay. We've just passed Walpurgis knocked, which is halfway to Halloween. Did you make that up? I didn't. 
It's the whole thing. It is? Mm-hmm. It was trending podcast. this year, so everyone suddenly found out about it. It's like a witch's night. Oh, wow. Um, Daniel and Matthew and I went to a Valpurgisnacht party. Doesn't and there were traditional, me. like, Hungarian treats or whatever fucking country. I know. Goulash. I sound really vapid right now. No. I wish. That Goulash, really good. that ishes. That, mm. That'll fill you right up. Ooh. Um, speaking of getting filled right up, let's talk about <laughs> Samantha's storyline. <laughs> Um, so I want to try something. I want to try and say Samantha's entire storyline in one breath. Okay. Okay. Yes. You've got this. Full support. Take it deep. Take it deep. So Samantha's trying to catch a cab and this other guy catches her cab and they end up fucking. And then he says that she needs to shave her pussy. And then she gets really upset about that. And he's, she says that you have a lot of pubic hair to it. So he says, okay, you can shave my pubes. And then he sees that his dick is really big. That's. Pretty much it. I still had breath left, <laughs> too, but there was no story I, left. I, I wish you had gone into the national I'm gonna, anthem. I'm going to use a, a, a phrase from st- our guest, Stephanie Barnes, and say that was one hundo thundo. Absolutely yeah. a perfect <laughs> portrayal of that storyline. Yeah. So what oh. I think is so funny about this story, well, there, there's a lot that's funny about the storyline, but one of the things that's funny to me is like, so when you have, when you're trading between storylines, yeah. Um, between because the four characters usually all have different stories that are being told and yep. we cut back and forth between them. What I think that this episode doesn't do great with the Samantha storyline is it doesn't set up the comedy of her story in our first like um what would you call that vignette with mm-hmm. them. The first vignette is is she tries to catch the cab. Yep. And he and takes it. And this weird it. 90s alternative something kind of weird music is it playing that I've background. never noticed as many times. Yeah. I've, I've seen this episode dozens of times and never noticed this music before. To Samantha Jones, some things were unforgivable. And taking someone else's cab was right at the top of her list. I was here first! Sorry! And her pink suit bright pink though and there's yeah. tits remarkable. her tits just flopping around inside really that really is suit. she it's like something out of roger rabbit yes. by way of mm-hmm. you know a bubble gum yes it factory. is it's sort of got a zoot suit thing happening like it the does. shoulder blades just She's, keep going she could be shredder she would play it's zoot suit right on your butt cheeks <laughs> throw back a bottle of beer uh she 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 really chooses her choice but it's like one. you know she has this she's trying to catch a cab and this like you know all Samantha does is date guys who are like, hey, fuck yous. Mm-hmm, like every mm-hmm. guy she dates is always like, hey, fuck yous. Like so these guys chachi. would all fight They're each other. Absolute yeah. penises. Dillweed. Yeah. I mean, dicks. Strong, yeah. strong dillweed. Absolutely. Yeah. And she's like, and that translates into like really great, a really great fuck, which I yeah. can intellectually understand. Yeah. But, but you're uh, right. But They're just, they're just walking penises. Or as you yeah. would say in Spanish, pinosos. <laughs> Peñosos, don't forget the N-Y now. Oh, this I'm is sorry, my you're right. I was never good at the pronunciation. Um, so, uh, so, but uh, but anyway, she, my- I, I do. The only thing I do love is that she uh, she gets in the cab. She throws her bag on him. He steals her cab, and she's like, "I don't think so." Throws her bag, and she's like, "Twelfth and whatever." And she looks at him. And she goes, "I hope you enjoy the ride." And then they cut immediately. And he and did. He and did. he did. And that is like it's like Samantha's quintessential like you know, 14 minute orgasm that she's having. Yes. And then all of a sudden he just like hurls her down and that's how they yes. cut off a frame. It's like, is yes. everyone okay? Yeah. But, but do you know what okay? I mean by like the fact that in that first vignette, 
it doesn't tell us anything about where the story is going to go. Correct. Usually, like, when the episodes are really good, by the end of the first vignette, like... If I if I had been giving a note on this, I would have been like, why don't you have him say at the end of that first vignette, yeah, 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 yeah. hey, you, why don't you shave down there? Yeah. Now we know where the story yeah. is going. Now we're excited to come back to, to it. To come back right. to the Because I, exci- I wasn't excited to come back to that story. No. Like, I didn't even know. I didn't even remember where it was yeah. going. Not to mention the first, uh, the first scene we see Samantha in, uh, or maybe it's not. At any rate, the coffee shop scene. She... Often, when when the show's at its best, like even the coffee shop scene will set will up inform, a yep. right? And but in that scene, all Samantha's thing in air quotes is just that she's like really opinionated. Yep. Carrie's yeah, like blah blah blah, Aiden, earrings. and Samantha's like, honey, oh, listen to me. And Carrie's like, you got a lot of opinions, and Samantha's like, I'm telling ya, like yeah. that's her thing. That yeah. has nothing really to do. They just no. don't know what to do with Samantha in, in this episode. Uh, yeah, I agree that it wasn't even set up that this would be an issue. It's just like, oh, and she boned someone. Yes. Yeah. Which we're like, well, that's a Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like it's a good tell Tuesday. Tell me something I yeah. don't. Tuesday. No. So yeah. uh, in the second time we see them post coitus, um, the, I love how the guy doesn't even have a name. No. Or if he had a name, like, no. I certainly don't remember. Do you it. wonder no. about his acting resume? Anyone? Yeah, um, I do. Large, bald, bald, penis man. Like, yeah. I mean, what does he get? What, what would he right. go by on that's his right. IMDb Ooh, profile? That's a good, that's yeah. a good, that's gr- I'm, I'm going to find it. Yeah. So while she's looking that it. up, um, so... Uh, after after their sexual relations, mm-hmm. he says to her... Speaking of wild, it's getting a little too wild down there. Might be time for a wax. Uh, by the way, his character's name is... Brad. Uh, you which know, is perfect, actually. Yeah. You know what? It's always Brad. It's Brad. It's always Default Brad. Default to Brad. And yes. by the way... um. I'm in a, I'm in a, earlier tonight, we showed Stephanie for the first time the uh, Bill O'Reilly, fuck it, we'll do it live, um, <laughs> video where he literally like draws in a very intense breath through, just through his nostrils, like, and that's, that kind of like, righteously, like, a furious anger is, is how I felt hearing him say it's getting a little wild down uh, there. You might want to trim. Hey, Brad. Yeah. How about you go choke on a dick? <laughs> I, a man telling a woman that yeah. she might want to take care, dismissively yeah. saying, yeah. take care of your shit down there. To which eventually Samantha responds, when I give him a blowjob, I feel like I'm flossing. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank Absolutely. goodness for that retaliation. Yes. Well, yes, except that she says it to Carrie, and really what Brad deserved was a sock in the jaw. Right. Like, I'm 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 so sorry, but all you know, he's saying it's getting a little wild down there. Hey, hey, hot take. Um things are a little wild down there in with ladies' vaginas. Approximately, I don't know. 10 days out of the month for various reasons. Right. So, you know, the shit that we deal with, yeah. the shit that we're dealing with every day of our lives yeah. with you fucking dicks yeah. and with our vaginas and our breasts and yeah. shaving our armpits and getting razor burn and all the all the shit that we deal that with. That we have to hey, deal with. I got an idea. How about you go fuck yourself, Brad? Sing if that's even it, your real name. Sister. Do you think it would have gone better if he had said it's like chewing on a bath mat? <laughs> <laughs> to which Miranda's like, it really is. <laughs> She's like, I know. A She's thing like, or two. don't I know it? And Cynthia Nixon's like, don't I know it? <laughs> <laughs> 
So, um, uh, shout out to Cynthia Nixon and her beautiful family. So her I, beautiful life. I love when, um, <laughs> I love baby. when Samantha yes. is talking to Carrie about this guy and what an yes. asshole he is. Yes. She says, um, I would need a weed whacker to find his dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a classic I love Samantha the, I line. love the Alec, uh, Samantha, Catherine Hepburn meld. Yes. yes. All, and, it's the only way I can do and it. And the, the thing only way. is, like, we laugh at Honey. you because it's outrageous. Yeah. And we love Christina Aguilera's impression of her because it's spot on. But at the end of the day, I cannot imagine another human being no. taking that material, taking those yep. words, and making them Shakespearean poetry. poetry. And I really feel like... Kim Cattrall, just like, I need a weed whacker to find his dick. It's all about finding the, it's almost like someone's doing a vocal exercise with her. Mm. All the time. It's almost like I'm trying to do this with it's all the time music. to find the range. Oh my yeah. God. Music. Did Kim Cattrall just walk into our apartment right Correct. <laughs> oh, correct. Oh. Oh. Um, and uh, so, you know, uh the final time that they see each other, and I assume it's the final time ever. Correct, um, absolutely. But uh, she shaves his. She shaves his dick. Yeah. I, I will give she Brad credit. Long. She was like, you know, that really pissed me off. Yeah. When you said yeah. uh, that things were wild down there. Yeah. And he apologizes. He does. He does. Uh, he does apologize. I think that finally we're getting the like the trimming equivalent. Because I feel like, you know, just to echo Kat's sentiment yeah, earlier. please do. Women are supposed to be kept at all times. Samantha yeah. even makes a reference, which I noted in my notes when I was watching this. She said, I'm the week in between waxes. Yeah. Which I'm like, holy buckets, girlfriend. That's really? That's a lot of waxes. You have to have at least a quarter inch for that wax to pick anything yeah. up. Right, <laughs> yeah. right. Either right. you got some fast growers or, yeah. you know, like it's yes. just, it, it's un, it's an unrealistic expectation. Thank goodness. And then you guys waltz in with your freaking Tarzan vines and expect <laughs> us to be okay with it. Right. We're flossing with your pubes. That's right. Well, you know, this storyline, it was a hairy one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do you feel like they could have shaved a little bit off of it? <laughs> no, it was fine. <laughs> I think they couldn't have trimmed it without losing content. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so... that was What's Samantha, you guys. So Tell we've got we've got neck pain covered. We've got yeah. Bush, President Bush, <laughs> George W. and his father covered. Look, look, you know what? This I, is the this is the this is not the episode where all of the storylines really serve the like title of the episode. No. Like sometimes they do, but this episode's called Time and Punishment, and right. I feel like that really just refers to Carrie's storyline. One hundred percent. I would say. That everybody's working for the weekend, except for our dear friend Charlotte. Correct. Who's going to retire. Let's talk about her storyline a little bit here. Such a fascinating one. Charlotte is a 30, at this point, what, 34-year-old woman? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because soon she'll turn, they'll go to Atlantic Titty and she'll turn 35. Mm -hmm. And she'll be an old maid. Yeah. Oh, so 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 we're to assume she's thirty four, and she's decided she's now married to a a decorated cardiologist in Manhattan, right, New York, right. Um, and and she's like, I'm. She tells the ladies at the coffee shop, I'm thinking about quitting my job. Did you get an offer from a better gallery? No, I mean stopping working altogether. And 
there is silence. There is an uncomfortable, awkward silence. And the way Carrie looks at her. Yeah. And it's so interesting because I just rewatched Mad Men in its entirety. And you think about like the culture of the 60s, the 50s, 60s, you know, the time when uh, women were just beginning to sort of like step into maybe I'll work outside the home. And and just, you know, a few short decades ago, the the silence would be a response to I'm thinking about working. Correct. And the women would have been like, oh, dear. Oh, And yes. leave the kids at home. And the judgment would be you're leaving your child alone. Who's going to raise them? It's right. The, yes. And exact this opposite. show, you know, this episode taking place in, you know, in 2001 in a post quote post feminist, you know, at the time they're feeling that way. post 9-11, they're like JFK assassination. They're thinking, they're thinking, you know, we're beyond, like we're feminists and we work and we, we're, we're like men and we're all these weird, you know, ideas women had about themselves and that the Sex and City gals have expressed about themselves. And Charlotte, here's Charlotte saying, I'm going to quit work. And when kind of prompted or feeling like she needs to explain herself, she's like, But there's so much more I could do with my life. Like what? Well, soon I'll be pregnant, and that'll be huge. Plus, I'm redecorating the apartment, and I always wanted to take one of those Indian cooking classes. And sometimes I'll walk by one of those Color Me Mine pottery places, and I'll see a woman having just a lovely afternoon glazing a bowl. That'd be a nice change. And I... Wanted to volunteer at Trey's Hospital and help raise money for the new pediatric AIDS wing. Well, I thought, you know what story, I mean, this storyline is so interesting and I feel like very relevant for my personal experience right now because I have lots of friends that are procreating, Mm -hmm. married and procreating, and half of them stay home, half of them go back um, to work, and... It's not just a matter of the kids, but it's like we have so much support for like whatever you want to do in your career. And I I mean, I had the same reaction as the girls did when I'm listening to this thinking like, what in the world? I mean, and what are you going to do? You're going to paint bowls at Color Me Mine? And yeah. then, oh, Charlotte you know, literally says yes, that. Yes. And you're like tie dyeing different shirts yeah. and, you know, dressing your dogs in them. Like yes. this is not a this is not a career. And some of the things that she says feel very leisure and some of them feel mm-hmm. productive, you know. Yeah. Curing um, AIDS. Yeah. But I think it's interesting because this shows how there's absolute like the shift of, of grace for the working mom in the working place and that it's almost a it's shifted to a judgment against staying home, yes. being a housewife, which yes. plenty of my friends would argue is a full time job. Yes. Keeping up the home, cleaning it. That means they don't mm-hmm. have clean I mean, who knows where Charlotte's situation would be, but yeah. cleaning lady, raising the children, doing mm-hmm. the errands, dry cleaning, all the stuff that you it's a it's a job for them. That's how yes. they see it. And it's amazing how it's, that's taboo now. Whereas, yeah. like you were saying with the Mad Men thing, it's taboo to go back to work. I mean, I was raised, obviously, in the, the 90s predominantly. And my mom was a working mom. And she was the minority yeah. Yeah. of my elementary school friends. It got different when I went to high school. But, yeah. I've been listening recently to this podcast, The Longest, Shortest Time. Great. I don't know if anyone... Um, I, I, though I don't personally want children, I'm fascinated by all aspects of the human experience, especially women. Um, and this podcast is about early motherhood. So it's the longest, shortest time. It's a time that goes by in the blink of an eye, but it also feels really long and arduous totally. when you're in it because, you know, wow. um, and it is a really great podcast. Just, it's a great human interest kind of a thing. Um, but it does seem, you know, they talk about it sometimes on this podcast 
there has been in recent years in the in the 20 teens kind of a shift back toward this like empowerment of women staying home yep like totally. this idea that like this is um a valid and powerful choice to make mm. and what what i what i think is interesting about charlotte is she's obviously feeling a little self-conscious about her choice to perhaps leave the workforce her friends kind of reinforce her insecurities about that she calls up miranda hello you were so judgmental at the coffee shop yesterday. Excuse me? You think I'm one of those women. What? One of what women? One of those women we hate, who just works until she gets married. Charlotte, it's 8.15. That's not a response. It's an 8.15 in the morning response. The women's movement is supposed to be about choice. And if I choose to quit my job, that is my choice. The women's movement? Jesus Christ, I haven't even had coffee yet. It's my life and my choice. Okay, Charlotte, this isn't about me. This is your stuff. Admit it, you're being very judgmental. I'm dripping all over my bathroom, and you're calling me judgmental. And if you have a problem with quitting your job, maybe you should take it up with your husband. See, there it is, your husband. There's nothing wrong with having a husband. Charlotte, I'm hanging up. <gasps> Don't you dare hang up and then and, and, and stop saying Charlotte like that. I am quitting my job to make my life better and do something worthwhile like have a baby and cure AIDS. Oh! You're gonna cure AIDS? Good for you, Charlotte. Just don't be too disappointed if all you wind up with is a pretty ceramic mug with Trey's name on it. Take that back. I'm hanging up. Don't you dare hang up. I'm interviewing girls to replace me and I really need you to get behind my choice. You get behind your choice. I am behind my choice. I choose my choice. Isn't the women's movement about choice? Aren't I supposed to do what I choose, whatever it is right, that I choose right, to do? Right, right, right. Um, and I do think that's interesting on a on a slight tangent about, um, you know, I think we've we've in this political climate we've reached a place where, um, also I was listening on the the longest shortest time the host is is talking to a young mother, a woman who's twenty one and about to give birth, and about mm-hmm. her how her friends, um, responded to her pregnancy, and one of her friends who's very pro choice said to her. I can't believe you're choosing to continue the pregnancy. And it was kind of like she was being ostracized for by this friend who is pro-choice. Pro-choice, and she made one, and it wasn't yeah. the right one exactly. for her Exactly. And her friend is like, and it, it appears as though to her friend, the only correct choice is the choice of having an abortion. So And she's like, what the hell? I thought this was about making whatever, yeah. the w- women having the freedom to say, I do or I don't. And to her friend, it was like, no, 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 this is about, this is not the right time for you. I think that's a great correlation with this episode. Because, I mean, I'm thinking about the women in this, the four women all have very specific, very strong careers. Yep. And to opt out of one, let's say that Carrie had made that decision. I mean, anybody could have made that decision. It's not like Charlotte, quote unquote, graduated college and decided to not enter the workforce. She did. And then she's making a choice against it now. Mm -hmm. That's, I think that's a very important distinction to make. I mean, it's a choice. That's a great, that's a great parallel, you know? What's interesting about this episode, and I, I don't know if they meant for this to be the case or not, but I got the feeling that the creators of the show mean for you to feel at the end of the episode unsure about the choice that Charlotte's making, Mm -hmm. even though she walks out of the gallery feeling like she made the right choice. Mm -hmm. There's just something about it. Maybe it's I putting this on the episode, Mm. but 
to me, and because, you know, I think, uh, and maybe this is a failing of the storyline, but Charlotte is like, I'm going to cure AIDS. Mm -hmm. And, and it's as though she doesn't entirely believe it. I mean, I know she doesn't believe she's going to cure AIDS, but she thinks she's going to do something worthwhile with her time. Right. But as Miranda says, choose you choose your choice like i'm not convinced that you really feel this way exactly and by the end of the episode we're meant to feel as though because you know charlotte like she's not even going to stay her last day at the gallery she doesn't need to she's done everything she needs to but i think if they really wanted us to feel that way they would have shown us charlotte getting fulfillment out of something else first like I would love to see her starting on a new endeavor or going through yes exactly Uh, Alec I fully agree with you because I was thinking why do I feel unsettled about her choice and it's because that one line in the very beginning when she says that Trey suggested yeah that you know from the get-go this was not like you know what I just feel strongly like I'm meant to go in a different direction I mean you me and Kat talked about that at Mm -hmm. dinner tonight it just we when you know in your gut that it's time for a change versus when someone says hey have you thought about going a different direction in your career and then you're like oh shit maybe i should you know yes totally different yes yeah it's like how i suggested to you that you can still be a virgin and we can do stuff absolutely yeah it's like you were saying about you know like the butt (laughs) stuff versus what really takes your virginity exactly like that but i should have let you choose your own hole yeah exactly because that's my i choose my choice i choose my hole um so (laughs) i choose that Miranda and, and, and Charlotte have this really real fight. Yes. Um, and I, I I do like how... Um, One of the more real... I definitely yeah. felt that fight, I will yeah. say. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and, you know, Charlotte hires this girl, um, this 22-year-old, who is very right for the job and and this girl reminds <laughs> reminds Charlotte of herself at that age and um and there's this interesting moment where the two are working together and they're trying to get the gallery in order right. and um Charlotte suggests a painting go on one wall the 22 year old disagrees with her and she says what do you know you're only 22 she says what do you know about life you're yeah. only 22 and the all the three of us went <gasps> yeah it's it's still jarring to by the way day. i love that charlotte's correction is i mean what do you know about art as if that's better it's like you just <laughs> yeah. hired her to be the art let curator. me insult you on a smaller level <laughs> yeah. but still very still packing quite the punch um but uh she's like i'm sorry i'm sorry yeah um and uh and then charlotte just i guess decides like you know what it's time to go and then she's off and I feel a little bit weird about it. Me too. I did too. You felt a felt little, little bit little weird quick. about I it. I felt the best thing I felt about the thing I felt the most positive about in that scene was her hair. Yes, yes. she looked beautiful. She looks beautiful. She's wearing her, a black her dress. Beautiful and she's got frames. That, yes, her glasses. Her frames, and she's got these tundrals, these these chocolate tundrals, and she walks out in the street. Yep. And as any good show would have, a perfectly positioned extra with her baby walking yes. by. Just to foreshadow motherhood yeah, for she, Charlotte. She gazes at the woman. She's like, I'm going to be a mother. That's right. Yeah. yeah. She and doesn't say that. No, but, but we know. She's feeling it's it. It's insinuated. Um, here we are now. Here we are now. At our final storyline of the night. Yep, that's right. And it's a toughie. 
It's a toughie. This this gets real. Man. You were talking about the real fight. Yeah. This is real relationship stuff between Carrie Golly. and Team Aiden. Hashtag this is team real Aiden. life. Yeah, hashtag Team Aiden. Here's the thing. I really, I felt like this episode, more than a lot of others, I was identifying with my, with store, my friends' relationships. I get this. Like, yes. Someone makes a mistake. Who do you, who's punishing who for how yes. long? It was yes. just it's grueling. When when we find Carrie and Aiden at the top of this episode, she is they're they're back together, but the way that they're sleeping together, yes. literally sleeping together, yes. is different. Yeah, she used to be in his nook. Yep, that's right. And she's not oh, the in the nook. nook anymore. She used to be in his reading, his digital reading device. Yes. The nook. Would you, <laughs> this episode, this episode is all about she did it all for the nookie. <laughs> Come on, the nookie. And you stick it up your and stick it up your what? Whoa. Oh <laughs> my um, speaking of limp biscuit, Charlotte yeah. and Trey. <laughs> okay, Stephanie. Come back again seven more times for the podcast. Um, These are perfect. I mean, come on that segue. So yeah. here's the here's the thing. Sometimes on this podcast we go like, whoa, how would life be different? How would this scene be different if it were today? And I just the first scene where we see Carrie and Aiden fucking and mm. big calls and leaves a voicemail on her oh, gosh. answering oh, machine. Gosh. He leaves a message. It's not even a voicemail. That's uh, yeah. not time for voicemail yet. Mm-mm. It's an it's a message. It's on, yes. it's on real her time. Answering machine. It's real yeah. time. Hi, it's me. Go ahead. Hey kid, what's shaking? I'm back in town. Call me, baby. Wow! Uh, wow! To yeah. be to be to have to be balls deep in a woman and yeah. to have the man <laughs> yeah. who cheated. We all know the feeling. To have yeah. the man we all know who cheated on you with uh, calling and saying, "Hey, baby, I'm back in town. Call me." Wink, wink. Yeah. I mean, oh, how it's so upsetting. how incomprehensibly uncomfortable that must have been, and the shot of it, the way that they frame it, yes. is so wonderful because the the focus is on this the um, uh, what are those things called answering machines? Yes, in the front. Yes. And you see them in the back, and it's all just, you're just like, it's like yeah. just sound very uncomfortable, chilling. Yes. Uh, here's a here's a weird thought. That I've never thought about until just now. I can't wait. Answering machines, there's really no reason why when someone's leaving a message, it needs to be on speaker. No. Because ostensibly, you're not home. So who cares if you hear it? So who if cares if it's being like pronounced out loud? There's no there's no need for it. Mm. And in fact, can only create awkward situations. Yeah. That's right. If you're having dinner, let's say we're at dinner, yeah. like we're having people over yeah. for dinner, yeah. and the, the you know the phone rings, and it's like, oh, we're at dinner, let the answering right. machine get it. And it's like, Barbara, it's your gynecologist. <laughs> we found another vagina in your vagina. 
Like, hey, Barbara, just I, checking in, girl. You are pregnant. <laughs> Put down that glass of wine. When do you do? April 20th, Hitler's birthday. What's your pediatrician's name? Dr. Rufus T. Barley Sheath. Where was the baby conceived? In my vagina. What names are you considering? Rufus T. Barley Sheath. How are you feeling? Oh, a little achy and nauseous, but I'm hanging in there. Are you pregnant? No way that I'm not. There's there's some tension yeah. between Carrie and Aiden. I'll she, say. Yeah. She wakes up. He's... That had to be um, a a special a effects bed, bed of some yeah, kind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a giant. Bed. That's Her like bed possibly and that also, big? which I said to you out loud as we were watching, the most dramatic wake up I have oh, ever yes. seen on yes. television. It's like a Disney cartoon wake up. She was not real. She's like stretching. She's like, yes. Ooh, where's Aiden? Yes. And, and he is so dangling away. off the the fire yeah. escape. It, he like, is not in bed anymore. By the way, it's like a different zip code. Yeah, yeah. he's in like he yeah, yeah he's got hose in different area codes. <laughs> I've got hose. I got hose. So uh, so she's like, Aiden, good morning. Give oh, me she's a kiss. so close give me to a the kiss. Top. And then the worst insult. Hey, who? Okay. Who among us doesn't have what I call EDB in the morning? Extreme dragon breath. Yes, Girl. of So course. we all do. Kat mm. and Alec are both raising yes. their hands right now. Yes. I mean, She's don't call me out on it, though. Yeah. Oh. I mean, we all have it. Yeah, it's Lest like we're he, human. I mean, let he well, among us cast the first step. Yeah, exactly. Look, though, Aiden's a prickly pear right now. He is a prickly so, pear. So uh, he is, I guarantee you, Aiden in top form would be such a graceful gentleman and would mm. never mention Morning a lady's breath. dragon breath. He would <laughs> make her feel like a goddess all of the time. Right. But Aiden Aiden is not his best self right no. now, justifiably so. He's feeling a little bit his hot his his hackles He's are a up. Cactus fruit. He is because yeah. he heard that fucking Oof. rage inducing Voice message machine, answer, answering machine, prehistoric answering machine. So she that call box with the voice coming out on the inside. Hello? Hello? Operator? Stop. Who are you calling? <laughs> Operator? I'll put you on the wire. Zero nine nine. He haw, Sam. Sorry, that was a that was a um, uh, fucking. It's a wonderful life reference. Sorry that. for no. one and a half of you. That was just so genius. valid. Um, so, uh, so yeah, Aiden's being prickly. She wants to hang out. He's like, I'm going out with the boys tonight. Ugh. She's like, can girlfriends come? He's like, come, don't come. I don't give a fuck. Oh my Which is what God. every girl wants to hear. Hey, can yeah. I come? Come, don't come. I don't give a fuck. And Carrie's <laughs> yeah. like, I'm your girlfriend. You're my boyfriend. You're the best boyfriend. That's the kind of girlfriend I am. She can't stop using Go the phrase. Go take care of my naked girlfriend. Yes, because yeah. this is when she's in the nipple bra. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. They're just like, staring right at me. Damn like, Carrie, your fucking milk gets expired. If you had soy he, milk or all, yeah. he calls it milk. He's milk. like the fuck. What the fuck? This goddamn milk is bad. You just fucking let it set in there. He Which? says milk and set. Yeah. Oh gosh. That's how mad he is. Yeah. He's and she so handles upset. it with a plum. She's like, she really. She's does. like, let me take you to a nice dinner where the milk is fresh. Oof. She is rolling with the punches. Yeah. And she really they is. Are punches. Because here's the thing. All I see is transference here. Yeah. Like I see him upset at the milk for no reason. I see yeah. him blaming her morning breath for no yeah. reason. He is just transferring his it's rage onto everything yes. else. Yes. It's right. And and, and so. Um, Carrie posits in her column 
the idea that, you know, we have this baggage and wouldn't it be great if you could just erase it all? Yeah. If you could just take all the stuff that happened and get rid of it. It's like um, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless <gasps> One-Eyed Trouser Snake. <laughs> I wrote down Eternal Sunshine yes, of the Spotless Mind in I. my notes. Yeah. Because that concept in a movie, I literally, I watched it at a time in my life where I was like, I'll pay whatever. Sign me up for that treatment. Yes. I want yes. that so bad. I we don't want these memories. I don't want these feelings. It's so true. I want that for movies right. and TV shows. Like, yeah. I want to be able to. your time on? No, like the ones that I love that I get oh. like to see the sixth sense again for the mm. first time without knowing the twist. Um, that M. Night Shyamalan's a terrible director. Hey. <laughs> yeah, I'm kidding. Oh, I'm right. so kidding. That the I'm girl kidding. under the bed is about to star in the OC. Yeah. That's what you're talking yeah, about, that's right? Exactly Right. Right. Yeah, that's right. Um, so uh, Munchausen by proxy. Proxy. Yes. So, uh, so Carrie stops by anyway at the guys hang. She wears her Are sexiest. Are we going to talk sexy. about her outfit? Oh, girl. She she's all into them Kangle hats. Yeah. Yeah. She, it's actually not Carrie. It's Samuel L. Jackson that walks yeah. into the bar. Somewhere Samuel L. Jackson has a naked head right now. And he's like, and, where did my and Kangle go? And for some go? reason, he's asking us what Marcellus Wallace looks like. Does he look like a bitch? He yeah. actually has, he's wearing the, uh, the, the Kangle hat with the blonde ponytail extension. <laughs> well, here, Carrie's I mean, Carrie's hair becomes inexplicably, absurdly, hysterically, cartoonishly long it's almost as if it's winter and she's using it as a scarf yes <laughs> i i cannot get over her long ass weave yes. it doesn't make any sense and her her midriff to- her long no. sleeve black midriff top no. her what did you say it was a louis vuitton no it's a gucci it was fanny. a gucci hip fanny gucci pack thing, thing. yep it's a Gucci of fanny sorts. pack, and you know that she walks in feeling like a million yes. bucks. Only to get rebuffed. She got rebuffed by peanuts. By peanuts and Shayna. By, yeah. Oh, twosies. By, onesies, by twosies, threesies, and foursies. Which, and I, I mean, I she's kind of cute. She's adorable. Here's the thing. I spent the better part of the scene trying to figure out the game. I didn't know what they were doing. Jacks. They're playing jacks. I don't care. I'm just yeah, I don't care either. I found yeah. myself wanting some peanuts. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so, I want to crack those fuckers open. And so Aiden up. is Ugh. totally flirtatious with Shayna when he should be having a guy's night. Right. He says the guy is bailed, so he's hanging with Steve. I don't believe that. Steve's not there. Steve's out getting a burrito. A burrito. Okay. Man, who doesn't love a good burrito in the middle of a bar session? So he's watching the bar with Shayna, but right. I think he's watching Shayna in the bar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, I think and so you got to, I feel like Carrie. I understand. Like, first of all, it is a pet peeve of mine because in my in my entire life, I've never said or heard the phrase, can you excuse us for a minute? Um, and Ugh. Carrie says that, and I'm just yeah. like, oh, how uncomfortable. You know what I say to that? Dems fighting words. They yeah. are. They are. Dems yes. is. Yeah. But, but I do, but apart from that moment, I do totally understand every, I feel like uh, every, every moment that Sarah Jessica Parker performs in this scene is expert yeah when she's like oh, when she, he's like she's like i think i'm gonna go he's like oh really she's like oh yeah i mean it, there are a million things being um being expressed in yes. her in her every like eyelash movement yeah yep. of like yeah i'm trying to be diplomatic and i'm trying to be forgiving in this moment but 
the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I will say she handled it like a champ and we all commented on it when she yes. when she played it cool, confident. You yep. should come over later, see you later in front of Shayna Wayne. Yep. Yeah. And then walks out with those abs. Yep. That's right. And just oh, really God, struts those abs it. Goals. Yeah. Someone has an ab cruncher. Just we're saying. supposed yep. to believe that Carrie doesn't work out because that's one of her things about her character. She's like, mm, I don't know, shopping is my cardio. And she half asses her way through dumb exercise classes she doesn't care about. That's some bullshit if I ever saw it. I've that never cut seen cut ass yeah. body. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Unfair. She is lean and mean Ugh. and tiny. Yeah. So, um,. Next time we see Carrie, she uh, is walking Pete's dog because Aiden says that he's got to work. He's got to work dog. he's toxic. Yes, thank Aiden's you. Aiden's dog, Pete. Or else she'd be doing some What did stuff. I say? Pete's dog. Pete's dragon. Pete's dog, Aiden. How to train uh-huh. So the dragon. next scene is Carrie touching Aiden's dog inappropriately. <laughs> <laughs> yes, his adorable dog with the runs. Yes, and yeah. he's Bless got the runs. Him. And yeah. Samantha's not going to be part of that scene. Again, I will say, let he among us who has not experienced the runs cast the first time. Come on, Samantha. <laughs> don't tell me with all those probiotics and injections that you have that you don't have the squirts it's every once so, in a while. It's so Samantha, and I think it's so comical that she's like, not my scene, honey. Goodbye. <laughs> and she just literally abandons Carrie on the street with a diarrhea like, dog. I've actually never dropped a poop in my life. <laughs> and calls calls Pete a mongrel? What is she, Cruella DeVille? <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. It's oh, funny, man. though. So, so, uh, so uh, Carrie takes care of the, the doggy do situation, diapers mm. Pete up mm. to bring him back to Aiden, only to find that Aiden is outside chilling with Shane. Oh, the yeah. look on Carrie's just, face. And, and I felt it for her Ooh. as a good, when you, yeah. you just know it's that like, it's the, it's the equal devastation and then ah, hell nah yeah. inside yeah. of you. It's yes. kind of satisfying. It's so satisfying. So she's like, she walks over to Aiden she shoves the leash in his hand. She says, here's your dog. He got sick. I'm leaving. Mm. And he's like, Carrie! Toxic chemicals? I'm taking a break. Oh, and and she just happened to be there with coffee. I diapered your dog! Keep your voice down. What are you doing? Nothing. It's my friend. We're friends. Well, why don't you just fuck her? Then we can both be bad. And then she says, why don't you just fuck Fuck her, so then we can both be bad. Oh, girl. I wanna be bad. I wanna be bad with your baby. I wanna be bad with your baby. Got my t-shirt and my panties on. All right. (laughs) That was sparkle. Um, Whoops, there goes my shirt over my My head. head. Oh, Oh, my. Uh, always there when you call, but I'm always on time. <laughs> I gave you my all. I, I I think this is one of my favorite <sighs> lines in the entire series. We all let out a guttural huh. It's so yeah. real. And Carrie, Carrie is not a woman to say fuck. She doesn't no. say many curse words. She doesn't no. use the word fuck no. very often on the show. Man. You could probably count it on one hand. Mm-hmm. The fact that she looks Aiden in the eye and says, why don't you fuck her? Then we can both be bad. Is It's such a real moment. And I applaud the show yeah. for how, as cartoonish, the fact that we go from like, weed whacker dick to yes. why don't you fuck her? And then we can both, both be, be bad. bad. Uh, is, so uh, real. is impressive. Plus, you also feel a little bit, I felt some relief to 
Like, she had been so great about how she dealt yes. with Aiden. From the get-go, we know he's not okay. He's cold to her yeah. in bed. He's weird to her in the kitchen. You know, it's weird at the bar, and she handles it like an absolute champ. And then finally, yeah. she's like, you know what? Why don't you go fuck her so we can both feel, we can both be bad? Yeah. And yeah. I just felt like, yep, that's what we've all been thinking this whole time. Mm-hmm. Thanks for airing out that laundry, yeah. GF. And he, boom, mm-hmm. shows up at her apartment. Totally. And he says, I don't like him calling here. Yeah. I don't like that he's in your life. And she says, I can't lose him from my life. He's a part of it. That's just the way it is. Which, why is that? Yeah, I feel like, I feel like that's kind of presumptuous and like asking a very lot of Aiden to accept her saying, I feel like if you have, if you have repeatedly fucked someone while you're with someone else and then that person Cut has, them out has like gotten a to a place habit. where they feel yep. they can accept you back into their lives. Yeah. The least you could do it, yeah. is to cut that person out of your life. So my fun fact yes. about Stephanie Barnes over oh my here, God, yes. my godmother and godfather, they are sex therapists. Okay. <gasps> awesome. I want to meet them. Yes, you should. They're wonderful human beings. Are they, they're a couple? Yes. Sex therapists? Joyce God. and Clifford Penner. They've Bless. written books upon books <gasps> and they are just like, just little wellsprings of knowledge. Ooh. So I was asking them about infidelity. Yeah. Um, just curious about how to counsel that as a friend mm-hmm. when someone when someone's going through that because sure. we're kind of at the age where like marriages have come together and they're falling apart yep. and um the analogy they said is that when someone when there's infidelity they say that it's like a trust fund it's not like a little bit it's been skimmed off the top it's that the whole account has been drained Depleted. Yep. so you need to start from square one to rebuild that account yep. and part of that is being fully accessible and fully open to the the partner who's been wronged yep. um, and so in this case I, I really was like oh I'm shocked that she was like no I'm not giving that up it's a lot yes. to ask it's of him it's a huge ask yes. and it doesn't really make sense he's only in her life because she wants him to be Right. That's it's exactly not, he's right. not like a brother of Charlotte, you no. know? I mean, Mm-mm. it's so interesting it's not that like she's, she's known not... Big for 20 years of her life. Yeah. yeah. She's known him for four years tops. Yeah. yeah. Because this is season four of the show. Right. She met him in season one. Mm-hmm. She's known him for three to four years. He's not he's not a lifelong staple. No. He's a he's a he's a, a romantic partner. Yeah. That is now no longer a romantic Which partner. Which I don't know if I mean I don't know if I'm reading too much into the story of the show but it's like are they forecasting or is this part of you know cuz that's just such a strong Right. right. I mean, he big is her will they won't they? Yeah, he's Mister Big. I mm-hmm. mean, but yeah, in this specific situation, it's not appropriate Mm-mm. at all. No. And she says, "You have to forgive me. You 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 have to forgive me, Aiden. You have to forgive me." You have to forgive me. You have to forgive me. It's over iconic. And you have over to forgive me. You have to forgive me, Aiden. You have, you to, have forgive to forgive me, Aiden. Aiden. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Until, she, until he just has to deeply comfort her. Yep. And he just wraps his arms around her. And uh, she, uh, she finds that they're in a different place in their relationship now. Mm-hmm. But she has found her way. It's a more honest place. Back into the Kindle. And Aiden, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, the into the Nook. Yeah, back into the iBook. 
I think <laughs> yeah. I think Aiden deserves a goddamn medal Absolutely. for agreeing to like allow Big to remain in her life. That's some fucking bullshit. Yeah. But here's the thing, and and this is I think uh, just a truth about infidelity in general is that yes, it takes so long to work back from, but there has to be there can't be an element of like punishment on one person's end and then self-punishment i mean because it's yeah. just that's what she said how long can right. he punish me how long can i punish myself yes it and makes me just... wonder how long literally how long it's actually all been going on yeah me because too. in the course of the show like you know uh how long can, can it possibly have been yeah from the time that they got back together mm. Because that was literally the last episode of the show. So I wonder, is it like, has it been three weeks? Has it been two months? In Sex and the City Man. Right. In their world, how How many months? How long has that milk been expired? Right. We want to know. milk. We want to know. Just let it sit in there? (laughs) Seveny, it was great having you on tonight. Your insight is invaluable so kind um your comedy is legend mm. um mm-hmm. your uh, posture fall. is perfect it's beautiful oh, how do you nice. do that um years and years of torturous ballet classes mm-hmm. do you sit up a little bit straighter when you're like uh in your car driving down the street and you see an old person hunched over mm, i will now do yeah. you i, I wish will you now. were a little bit taller do i wish, wish i was a baller i wish uh, i had a girl with yeah. a good yeah. i would call her. Yeah. i wish yeah. i had a rabbit yeah. and a hat yeah. with yeah. a hat yeah. and yeah. a six yeah. yeah. it's all about that benjamin's what um <laughs> 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 uh, please um Rate us and review us on iTunes. We yeah. really appreciate it. Find us on Twitter at Carry On Podcast. Mm-hmm. Find us on Instagram as well. We okay. love talking to you guys. We love interacting with everyone. There's such a great Sex in the City community. Oh, there our really little is. friends of the pod, our little listeners, are the funniest, most great people. Our big ones the too. Do you call them sexists? We should. Ooh, that's great. Now. Yeah. Hey, you little sexists. <laughs> you little, I want to call them my little bitches. Yeah, hey, that's Just even better. Hey, I don't know. I don't know why I said that. Yeah. I think it's... Just roll with it. Go yeah. with what I'm you feel. Roll. Rolling I love that. Oh, oh R.I.P. Uh, Brittany uh, Murphy. Oh, may she rest in peace. Bless her. She's been resting in peace. She's... I love her. Oh, Speaking gosh. of resting in peace. Yeah. Until next time, carry on. He's in my life. It's not the same way you are, but he is. Then why are you trying to fuck him like a bitch?